Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are chatting about gifts and gifting cupboards and present stashes and wrapping stashes and gift make gift wrapping stations and all of that kind of stuff which I think Tara is a bit excited about and she's going to (laughs) and she's going to really enjoy this one this is not my thing we'll talk about the extent to which my gifting cupboard is a bit later but it's more Tara's thing than mine so she's going to be telling us all about gifting cupboards and gifting stations and stuff like that yeah look I'm trying to think why it is my thing, but I I remember my mum having a gifting cupboard and it was like my favourite place to hang out. I just remember um, there would be this, it was like, You're a weird it was kid, like Tara. the door to Narnia. There was all this cool stuff in there and she'd save, um, my mum was pretty thrifty with things, so she'd always save like pretty bows and ribbons and stuff off presents and I don't know and she'd pick up little packs of pretty gift tags and then you know I guess there were possibly a few things in there that were things that she had kept to re-gift but she was also like oh she seemed to have one of those memories where she knew everyone's birthday friends family everyone in her head all the time so she'd be we could be out shopping and she'd be like oh it's so-and-so's birthday in six weeks or eight weeks and this is lovely and they'd like that I'll get that in fact it's really lovely I'll get two and put it in there and then I'll have one for someone else at some other time and so there it was just all this cool stuff in there and I just like going (laughs) and plus I did love wrapping gifts as a kid as well and that's not Mm. not changed but so I really like the idea of gifting cupboards and I think they can be like a really good time-saving, cost-saving measure if you use it right because I've been to plenty of houses and I'm betting you have as well, Beck, where the whole gifting cupboard thing is way out of control. Mm. I, I had a client who had a gifting room. Oh, wow. A whole room, yeah. So I think today we will try and go through some of the pros, some of the cons of having a gifting cupboard mm. um, so that people can identify if there's some areas that they may be a bit out of control or if they need to tighten some boundaries and look at some of the hacks or tricks that maybe you and I have or other people have um, for keeping Mm. gifting cupboards under control. So let's start with the pros because that's a much happier place to be. (laughs) Um, I think the bonus of a gifting cupboard and, you know, for those that are a bit unsure about what exactly I'm talking about, it's, where you, you know, a space or a tub or, you know, an area in your house where you keep gifts for people in advance, but also where you might keep wrapping paper, cards, tags, ribbons, kind of that that station that you would go to if you're getting a gift mm. or um, wrapping a gift for someone. And so some people, quite a few people just keep, you know, spare wrapping paper and cards and ribbons, um, but then mm. you have a wave of people that keep spare gifts as well. So yep. we're kind of talking about, you know, that all-encompassed gifting cupboard. So the pros of it, and I think one of the biggest ones for me is feeling organised and the ability for being highly organised if you use it well because um, mm. you, you can feel really well prepared. There's no last-minute scramble 
or dash and I can't stand like you know anyone that's listened to the Christmas episodes I can't stand shopping (laughs) for Christmas gifts right at Mm. Christmas time when everyone else is there and it's all a bit chaotic and I'm I'm not great at shopping under pressure (laughs) so I quite like the idea of having stuff in advance so that you know when there's someone's birthday coming up, I know I've already got something and it's popped in the gifting cupboard. Or I know I've got a few spare things in there. So if um, someone's birthday pops up, I've already got something there and I don't have to duck out. Mm. And you've got somewhere to put things that you've bought in advance for Christmas so you don't have to shop during the Christmas rush too. Yeah, that's right. So and one of the times I use it most is around Christmas when people drop over and bring an unexpected Christmas gift. You know, those people that come over and you're like, oh, I didn't think we were doing gifts. Well, that's the only time I do it. That's the only time I pre-buy gifts, like generic gifts, is that Christmas thing. And I I just buy a few boxes of chocolate and and a couple of bottles of wine on hand and they're my, that's the only time I do this. (laughs) But, yeah, because that happens. Yeah, well, so there's been a few occasions where we'll have, um, you know, go to someone's place for lunch and they drop in the text message that morning when they're saying, oh, yeah, can you bring a salad? Don't worry about dessert. We've got cake because it's so-and-so's seventh birthday today. And you go, oh, right. <laughs> Oops. Um, so, you know, I like having, and the, you know, we're not talking big lavish gifts, but like the little token things that if you find mm. out it's someone's birthday or you want to do something nice or if someone does a really nice favor for you and you want to drop them a card and something to say thanks that I've got a few little generic things and for me that gives me like a sense of peace and calm knowing that it's all there and you know easy accessible um, and I don't have Mm. to stress about it but I'm I am a gift giving person so that's probably why why it really works for me Um, so that feeling of being organized is important to me the other thing I think it can be good for is it can help you save money because if you Mm. see things in advance that are maybe on sale or if you're budgeting, it's, you know, you can uh, work out what you want to spend or see a gift, say, right, that would be really handy or I know, you know, a ton of kids that would want that or any of my sisters or my friends would love that. I'll buy that now while it's on sale, pop it in the gifting cupboard and then it's already there rather than doing that last minute scramble and paying, and paying more, more or full price or whatever. Um, so it can save you money. It can also not save you money, but we'll get to that <laughs> we'll in the cons. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I feel a bit icky saying this, but it's a good way to re-gift <laughs> or pass I on don't think, duplicates. I, I don't think that's icky. I think that's really efficient and I, I could yeah, it's you're not wasting stuff that way. Like things don't go to waste because they get used by someone who will use them instead of you know, languishing in your cupboard for years. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I've done plenty of times over the years is with my kids, if they receive duplicate toys, and there's been quite a few times where, you know, when they were younger, they'd get a Barbie doll that is the same as one that they already had or a board game or something like that. Mm. And I would usually offer to buy those things off my kids. <laughs> so, cause I remember once I That's think a great idea. two sets or we already had connect four or something and someone gave us another, um, you know, connect four as a birthday gift for one of the girls. And they were like, no, but it's mine. I want it's on my birthday gift. And it's like, well, it is yours. You're right. But what is that connect four going to do that our other connect four is not going to do? Like, What's the point of having two? You can't play two at once. 
So it was like, well, what if I pay you? I can't remember what I gave her. I'll bite off you and then you've got that money to spend on something else. You can go pick a different board game that we don't have and I'll pop that in the gift cupboard and then we can give that to someone else. So I used to buy. Um, it's the same also if my kids get stuff that they don't really like, which sounds terrible, but mm. same thing because I think, oh, yep, that little whatever handbag or the nail polish kit or whatever that I think I know that they're not going to use it or they'll tell me now, I'm not going to use mm. this. <laughs> Do you want to buy it off me? <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Uh, if it's something that I think we can pass on. Um, so I think gifting cupboards can be a handy way to then, you know, kind of before those things get unwrapped and chucked in a space and never used, you can put mm. them into your gifting cupboard to then pass on. Um, obviously, you can't do that once they're opened or once they're damaged or anything like that. And I think it can be really handy also if you live a long way from shops or you want to buy something from a particular location or a shop when you're there you can buy stuff in advance and the bonus of a gifting cupboard is that stuff has a home because there's plenty of people that will go you know maybe go on a holiday and think oh a bunch of buy a whole bunch of souvenirs or tea towels or whatever it is from that location and then I'll give them to people for Christmas but mm. those things go in a bag and get lost somewhere in the house and Christmas comes and goes and you never find those things yep. that you bought so I think if you're buying things in advance, a gifting cupboard is a nice, easy location. You get home, you unpack, you put those things mm. where you know you'll see them and use them. And the other thing I really, really love about gifting cupboards is I use them a lot for kids' party gifts because I found it incredibly frustrating walking around the shops with my kids going, okay, we're off to whoever's party this weekend. What do you want to get them? And my kids would always be like, forget them. I want this. I want this. Can I have this one? And it's like, no, 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 we're not buying for you. We're buying for so-and-so. And And then they'd buy something that they really loved, like a beading kit. And it's like, well, that's, I know you would love a beading kit, but I've (laughs) never seen that little kid wear jewelry or, you know, maybe they're more into Lego. Nah, nah. (laughs) What about this doll? And it's like, okay. And like, I found it tough to get my kids to stay on track and mm. or they'd get distracted overwhelmed with all these toys to choose from so I would quite often if there are things that they say oh look that's a really cool gift or stuff they get that they think that would be cool to give other people I will buy a few of them put them in the cupboard and they know it's not for them it stops that whole whinging scenario in the shops and then when it's kids party time they go to my gifting cupboard and choose a gift out of the gifting cupboard rather than doing it at the shops and it's a m- much easier process so they're my pros. Mm. Can you think of any others? Um, no, I think you've actually sold me on a gifting cupboard already. Ah. <laughs> when we get to the cons, yeah, I'll get a bit more excited. we're about to but... do the cons, so we might shoot that But I was that actually thinking, down. like, when you were talking about the things that you buy and then they get lost and the, then you never – I do that, like, because I don't have a gifting cupboard. But there's been the odd occasion where – I've been given something and I think that doesn't suit me. I'll re-gift it. And then I put it somewhere and then three years later I find it and I'm like, oh, that's where that went. So quite often I'll put it with my like my duplicates toiletries and then I like don't look in that very frequently at all. So the time will pass and I'll look and go, oh, I forgot that that was there. Or I'll put it in the candle spot or I'll put it <laughs> where like other things go. And so then I never find it again. And so I think that, you know, there's definitely, it doesn't happen a lot to me because I'm not uh, an advanced gift buyer. But like you said, sometimes when the gifts come in that I can re-gift 
um, then, yeah, I need a place to put them because I tend to put them with other things that are similar to that and that doesn't work <laughs> clearly. Mm. Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the big things is having having a home. So you can't mm. – I don't think gifting cupboard works as a concept in your head. It has to be no, a physical exactly. place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We've got enough to hold in our heads as it is. <laughs> that's right. So now we're going to get to the cons. So by the end of this, you probably won't want one again. <laughs> so one of the downsides of having a gifting cupboard is forgetting what you have already bought and then buying more of it. Yeah. Or, you know, you think, and this has happened to me, I've been like, oh, you know, seen, seen something when I've been out, gone, oh, that would be great for my sister-in-law, buy that, pop it in the cupboard, and then it's getting close to her birthday and I'm out and I see something think, oh, that'd be great for her. And then I buy that. And then when I go home and go to wrap it and then I find the other thing that I'd already bought her in the gifting cupboard, for example, <laughs> or, you know, if you're buying specifically for people to put in, you know, put stuff in or you buy too many things. Um, and this is a problem when gifting cupboards get too big and unwieldy or mm-hmm. out of hand and you can't see stuff is you end up purchasing more because you don't know what's in there which is like lots mm-hmm. of other spaces in our house like kitchens and laundries yep. and when you you know you can't see right to the back um you end up buying duplicates yeah and then that leads us to, to them that big con of it takes up space so you're going to have to have if you want to have a gifting cupboard you're going to have to find some room for all those gifts to be collected in the one spot uh, and in small spaces or if you don't have a great deal of storage that could be a challenge and it could take up the space of something else that is a higher priority for you mm-hmm. possibly yeah definitely and it can be hard to organize and store neatly because not every gift comes in a box or yeah. comes with you know odd sizes written yeah. on the side what it is and then, you know, if you've got wrapping paper as well in there that are in those rolls, that's just tedious and annoying because they're a terrible shape as well. So it can't, you know, well, maybe it can just be a drawer, but it's got to, it's got to work because if that uh, space that you dedicate to it that can't contain everything, then mm-hmm. it's going to flow out and end up being put on surfaces or, you know, somewhere nearby, which is an inn, which means, you know, you get all this overflow happening and you start losing things. So I think... Mm-hmm. Um, you have to you have to have enough space to make it easier to organize and store uh, your stuff. Yeah. So it is a bit of a luxury, I guess, if you've got the space. Um, yeah. One huge thing, which is a downside, and if you're mm-hmm. a bit of a shopaholic, um, I'm sure you will relate to this. It can really validate your unnecessary purchasing. Mm. I don't do it much anymore, but I used to just go shopping for something to do. Um, when mm-hmm. I was younger, it would be like, what are you doing? I've got nothing on. I'm just going to go shopping. And if I wasn't actually after anything or needing anything, I'd buy stuff for the cupboard, you know, like, um, yeah. oh, look at that it's beautiful an excuse to shop. vase or that lovely scarf. I, you know, I don't need it, but I'm sure someone I know would love it. So I'll just buy that and put it in the cupboard. And in that way, it can kind of feed the beast that is a shopping addiction or create you know unnecessary spending and stuff like that if you're not shopping with people in mind or if you find yourself shopping for the cupboard and you never get close to emptying the cupboard then it can start to become a problem Uh, I have I see this all the time and I mean all the time with most of my clients 
is that, well, sorry, most of my clients who uh, shop um, more than what is necessary and more than what is helpful and they will often have things that they have bought on impulse or because they're on sale, on impulse and because they're on sale or just because they look nice or just because they're wanting to scratch that itch that you were just talking about of, you know, I want to do something so I'll go shopping. And what it does is it gives them an excuse to buy something that they don't need. And I have lots of clients that will buy things and they might not even be thinking about the intention at the time. They just want it. So they buy it. And then later on, they justify that purchase by saying, I can give it as a gift. And if you have a gifting cupboard, you are more likely to fall into that trap because you then have a justification for buying unnecessarily, which then becomes a habit. If it's a habit and you do it too much, it becomes really unhelpful because you spend a lot of money, um, which is what we were talking about before. There's a con, (laughs) there's a a pro to gift cupboards because they can save you money, but they can also cost you a lot of money if you overbuy and if you spill over the boundaries of your cupboard because you keep buying and then justifying those purchases as a potential gift, uh, then you can run into all sorts of trouble. So, yeah, I say that all the time. And, you know, that (laughs) just like that buy one, get one free thing as well or freebies, it's like, oh, Mm. I'll take that because I can put it in the gift cupboard. And so it just validates or justifies unnecessary acquisitions and gives them some validity that is unhelpful later on. Yeah, and look, I've seen really random things in gifting cupboards like saucepans where it's like, Mm. why is there a saucepan in here? Well, because it it was buy one, get one free, and I needed a new saucepan, so I thought this is a great deal and I'll put one in the gifting cupboard. I'm like, who are you giving saucepans to? Like what kind (laughs) of – and, you know, maybe for someone that's a great gift. But if if that's the reason that you're buying saucepans to – yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The funniest thing that I ever found in a gifting cupboard was a make um, make your own, grow your own man. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> a grow your own man. So it was this packet of something and if you add it to water, it expands and it was in the shape of a man and so it was like, it was a joke thing. It was like for a single woman something. <laughs> but yep. It was hilarious. And the client and I laughed about that for ages because it was a very <laughs> funny looking thing. But, yeah, grow your own man. It was hilarious. Uh, well, and see, okay, so this is one of the other cons that I find is that it can actually be less thoughtful because if you're just, if you just see random things in shops and go, ah, oh, that would be great for someone, someone. rather than mm-hmm. for a particular person, and you stick it in your gift cupboard, then when it comes to time to give stuff to people and you go, oh, I'll grab them that generic thing, I mean, they don't know that you haven't bought it specifically for them, but you can give, end up giving really impersonal gifts. So mm. usually with mine, I, I buy gifts with people in mind and then store them and then give them. Yeah. And so yours is more of a ahead of time. Yeah. Um, individual purchases rather than opportunistic purchases except for kids kids so (laughs) I'm not very personal when it comes to kids but that's because it's my kids are in that birthday party zone where you go to everyone's birthday in the class and it's like yeah yeah see my kids are not and they like to buy their own presents for their friends and most of their friends ask for money (laughs) so it's like they just like get a card or make a card and then throw some cash in these days but yeah my my kids at the moment are at the point of 
definitely wanting to buy their friends and they have the ideas of what they want to buy them and sometimes if they're organized they'll do it ahead of time um and you know like zoe will order it online ahead of time or something like that and ethan will be very specific he'll go i know what i know what i'm getting him i'm getting him a fox t-shirt can you take me up to rebel sport right now you know and it's like really bang 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 so i'm out of that phase now of, of needing to have kids present stashes yeah and look mine I think mine are starting to head to that point now where their closest yeah. friends they have an idea in their head what they want to get them so we talk about that in advance but it's the you know the generic whole class party where it's someone and it's like I've never even heard you mention this person before and they're like oh yeah well <laughs> yeah, everyone's exactly. going and and you know and it, I guess the older they get the harder it is to buy generic presents but I remember when they were like early primary school and, you know, mm. there was, we just bought heaps of Lego kits and stuck them in there because every kid loves Lego, you know, and that was really yeah, exactly. easy to just grab and throw a tag on that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I guess that's something to be wary of is that your gift can come across as less personal if it's just generic stuff that you're giving that doesn't have any kind of meaning. Um, and one mm. of the things I quite like to do is I keep a notepad in mind. So if people mention things, and I don't know if I've got some kind of crazy thing going on in my head where I'm really attuned to people's, these individual little tidbits that they give you. So I might be out for coffee with someone and they mention about how they'd really love one of those, you know, beautiful China teacups with the gold handle, but they never see them anywhere. And, it, you know, and then it comes and goes and it never gets brought up again. I'll I'll write that down in this notebook in my gift cupboard because then when I go, oh, okay, her birthday's coming up. Ooh, what do I get her? And I'm like, that's what she said. And then because then there's this real, like, how did you know? And I'm like, you mentioned mm. it six months ago. And I've kept an eye out. And But I find that the practice of writing down the tidbit keeps it in my head so that then when I'm out, if I see something and go, oh, that's right, Grandma had said she got a hole in her, her gardening gloves um, ages mm. ago when I was talking to her and now I've seen some beautiful gardening gloves. That's a perfect idea. But I, if I don't write that stuff down, it kind of comes in and out of my head and I forget. Yeah. It would leave my head immediately. I'm I'm not that thoughtful person like you. <laughs> I would like to be and I, I aspire to be, but I've come to the realisation that it doesn't matter how much I want to be, I probably am not going to get there and I probably don't care enough to get there. Not that I don't care about my friends or care about being thoughtful, but I just aren't, I don't know, for some reason, it's just not part of my makeup, but I would really like to be more thoughtful like that and I think with the bullet journal I do have space that I can record things that are going to you know be helpful that way and I definitely do it with people that are close to me when I can uh, but I don't I'm not a big gift giver anyway so I don't give gifts to friends very often and I had this I had a friend who turned 50 recently and I had this really great idea for what I was going to get her and I planned well in advance and it I was relying on somebody else and it all fell through and so I still haven't given her her present and, you know, she, her birthday was in March and because my grand idea fell apart and so now I'm like, you've got that whole stuff it <laughs> attitude in my head like rrr, 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 and I'm all grumpy about it. So I'm going to have to get in the mood to be more thoughtful and think of her because it was a really thoughtful gift and I was really upset that it didn't come through. So now I have to go and be all thoughtful again <laughs> and I think, you know, <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's so much work. But I really want to do it and knowing me, it's going to be like a few months before it happens because I've, you know, I've expended all that energy on her already and I, I don't know where else to go. So I need to sort of 
see her again, have more contact with her and then come up with another present idea. I don't know, mm. something like that. But, oh, well, as yeah. long as she gets it before her 51st, technically it that's still counts. A good, that's a good point. Yes, exactly. And we'll be back to that discussion in just a moment. If you really appreciate this podcast and get a lot from it, we would love it if you would consider becoming a Patreon supporter. This will help us keep the podcast content coming to you by covering some of our costs and importantly, keep it ad free. You can find the Become a Patreon button on our website at www.beuncluttered.com.au. We really appreciate your support. Thank you. Right now. Back to the discussion. So I want to move away from all the bad things about gifting cards and talk about (laughs) cards and paper because I feel like this is an area, even if you're not into buying gifts in advance, having cards and paper in advance can definitely be a time saver and a money saver, Mm -hmm. especially paper. If you buy that in bulk, like um, rolls and stuff like that, it's so much cheaper because those individual sheets of paper are really expensive when you think, oh, yeah. you, you know, and sometimes you can't even get a gift in one sheet of paper. You have to buy a couple. So um, buying yeah. the rolls of paper can be really uh, thrifty, but they are a bit annoying to store. <laughs> Let's face yeah. it. Where do you uh, store yours? I have. Or are we going to uh, get to that later? Yeah, we'll go through it later. Okay. I'll tell you all, all right. about it. It's very exciting. Okay. Um, well, for me, <laughs> maybe not for others. <laughs> um but the same with packs of cards or gift tags. Like if you can buy them mm. in packs uh, rather than individual cards, like it's lovely to, you know, and things like a Mother's Day card, you might buy individual because you're probably not going to send 10 of them or your mum might know if she gets the same card every year for the next 10 years. <laughs> but like birthday cards or gift tags or just thinking of you cards, if you can buy them in packs, it works out a lot cheaper than just an individual mm. card key here again is they have to have a home if you are not great at putting your things in a home then it's better that you just buy one card at a time write it out give it to that Mm. person because otherwise you're gonna have packs of cards like sitting Mm. in your magazine basket and under the bed and in your bookshelf and stuff like that so big lengths of ribbon that's a good thing too and the other thing I really like about having this kind of stash is it gives you a reason to recycle so not just the gifts but like I I think after our big discussion about ribbon wastage at Christmas, you know, when we did one of mm. our first Christmas episodes and how much trimming is chucked out every year after Christmas or the holiday season, I'm really aware of saving ribbons and bows and things like that. And, yes, it's money saving, but also I just feel like there's so much the less wastage. Yeah. yeah. So having a home for that stuff gives you – reason to recycle it and a place to put it so I think I think that can be a good thing too Uh, and those gift bags you know gift bags can be like reused over and over again and they're often passed from family member to family member Mm -hmm. in our house back and forth back and forth until they fall apart or start to look a bit ratty but you know they they should they should be used definitely used more than once you know they're they're not recyclable because they've got all that plastic coating on them And so you need to use them as much as possible if you're going to buy them. But, I mean, if you you are going to buy a gift bag, if you can get one that's not that plasticky stuff, if you get like a plain paper one, that can be recycled. So that would be better for the environment too and probably cheaper. (laughs) Yeah, and look, what we do, if the kids ever want to get a 
like one of the glossy paper bags um, for someone's gift, I always get them to keep the little tag, like the card on the outside blank because usually if it's a yeah definitely if it's a gift from my kids they'll write their own card anyway so I think well what's the point of writing in the tag and in a card so I'm like leave the tag blank and they're like why and I'm like because then that person is more likely to reuse it it. someone else so at least it's got you know maybe one other life in it the other thing that can be really handy I remember um when my kids were younger I bought a massive stack I don't know 50 or something brown paper bags and then Mm. I would we'd stick our kids artwork on the front as like gift bags because there was so much artwork and I didn't know what to do with it all so it was a really easy way of going oh look we'll get that finger painting you did last week and glue it on the front of this Mm. paper bag and write to Thomas on the front and then that's your cool (laughs) birthday bag whatever um but it was a way to yeah not only recyclable but uh personalize I guess some of the some of the bags as well yeah so I think it's important. Let's talk about some tips. If you've got a gift cupboard, yeah. these are the ways you're going to keep it under control. Or if you want to make one now that Tara's got you all excited about one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, these are the golden rules of gift cupboards. You have right. to set some boundaries. So yeah, this is my number one rule. Yeah. You Like we talk about all sorts of decluttering and rehoming, reorganizing, set some boundaries around things. Um, don't buy more than you can easily store and preferably out of sight because light and things like that can damage or fade products. But also if you end up gifting stuff in there to people that come to your house frequently or (laughs) your kids or whatever, you want to keep that stuff out of sight. So pick a space, a drawer, a cupboard, a tub that fits under the bed, something like that. But that's it. And when it's full, it's full. And you can't buy more gifts for that until you start giving away the ones that are in there. Yep. Perfect. Mm. And same with uh, cards. A lot of my clients have stashes and loads and loads of gift cards because they buy them every time they go out thinking, oh, that would be good to, you know, give to someone, forgetting all of the others that they've already got in the house. So if you give yourself a boundary of, you know, just I can have one box of gift cards only and when that's full I have to use them up before I can buy any more, that will really help keep the volume under control. And if you've got an issue with storage and an issue with storing the big rolls of paper and if that becomes, you know, inconvenient for you, then buy the sheets. It might not be as cost effective but if it means that, Um, you're able to store them neatly and tidily Mm. and out of sight and they don't get, especially, you know, everyone's had that kid that finds the big roll of toilet, of not toilet paper, of wrapping paper and unrolls the first three metres of it and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then walks all over it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or wraps their teddy bear in it and it's like, that's really (laughs) not helpful. Thank you. Yeah, so if if it's more convenient to, if you've only got a small amount of space, buy the sheets, Mm. buy multiples of them, that kind of thing. Yeah, but, or the bags because they fold up neatly and flatly. Yeah, that's right. So make it make it work, but choose the space first. Or if you've got the stuff already and you are deciding on a home, choose a suitable size space and then, you know, really get firm with yourself about sticking to that limit. Don't let mm-hmm. it keep expanding. If you're buying items for your gifting cupboard uh, or for people in mind, uh, make sure you're buying things that won't go out of date or go out of fashion, or spoil quickly. Go off, yeah. Yeah, Um, because that can be a real issue, especially if you're buying multiples of things that you think would be nice to give someone but don't have a person in mind. Make sure it's something that if that someone 
if their birthday is not till, you know, 12 months away, that it's not going to be uh, something that will go out of date or they'll no longer like or use between now and then. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing with kids too, like because at the start of the year there'll be the kids will be really interested in whatever fad is going on around them or whatever's you know all the kids at school mm. have got but by december they're not interested in that thing anymore so if you're buying presents in march for kids for christmas just think about whether or not it's a phase and it's just one of those fad ones and if it is it might be better off being a birthday or just not risking it and waiting until closer to christmas to see if they're still interested in it before you buy it yeah, and I always marvel at the people that go to the end of financial year sales and lay by stuff for Christmas. Because mm. I think if you're if it's June and you're putting away like big stuff like a cubby house or whatever for kids, fair enough. But people will put away all sorts of like action figures and things like that. And I think, yeah, Ooh, I don't know if I could have pegged six months out exactly what my kids what want. my kids are interested in yeah mm. exactly I mean it's okay if you if you're doing standard things like my mum every year would give us underwear and yep. that was just a stand she still does every year we get undies and so she can buy them pretty much at any time because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter but if it's something that you know a child is going like as kids go through phases of interest in things um, it, it can be a bit of a risk so you just have to be aware of it it's not a mm. no-go but it's just something to be aware of yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's where gift cards can be handy. And I know a lot of places are moving to having no expiry on gift cards. So if you want the idea of a mm. gifting cupboard or a gifting station, and maybe even if you're uh, limited on space, you could buy a few gift cards to keep in there. Um, and and that's really easy. That's nice and small. Uh, they won't go out of date, assuming that the store doesn't close, um, that kind of yeah. thing. Uh but, yeah, I would investigate the expiries first on those. Yeah, for sure. I remember one time I was helping a lady declutter a house and she found $1,200 worth of gift vouchers that had expired. Oh. And she was so embarrassed. She said to me, like she was angry with herself and she said to me, I'm actually really embarrassed as well. She said, who wastes this much money? She said, it's so embarrassing, you know. And, you know, I, I sort of you know, helped to make her feel better, but she'd bought them as gifts for her staff and then had lost them. Mm. And that was, you know, so she didn't have a dedicated space for them and, and had lost them, but she was so mad at herself and embarrassed that she could waste waste all that money. And it would be nice if they didn't expire. But, um, and like you said, hopefully, hopefully more places will be no expiry gift cards in the future because that would help a lot because there's a lot of wasted money on that, unfortunately. Mm. One of my tips is if you're buying paper, uh, especially rolls of it, if you're buying it in bulk, buy generic patterns. So maybe pick either like a masculine pattern, a feminine pattern, a child-like pattern and a neutral rather than, you know, because quite often people Mm. buy bulk rolls of something that says happy anniversary and you think, well, how many happy anniversary gifts are you giving? Or, you know, congratulations or something like that. So try and go a bit more generic um, I know in mine I've got um, I've got double-sided wrapping paper. So one side is like oh. blue and has a picture of a gift on it in silver and the other side is just silver and white stripes. So the silver and white stripes looks quite good for an older person or like an adult's gift or like a wedding gift or anything that's a bit more mm. uh, special where the blue um, side is more childlike. 
and then I've got a one that's floral on one side and spots on the other. And so mm. it, I kind of have four lots in one, but they're all generic kind of, they're not too out there. None of them are offensive <laughs> or none of them yeah. are really prescriptive about the kind of occasion you would give them for. And you um, can find one one out of those four, there'd be one that would suit that person's personality and the, the occasion, you know, enough. Yeah. I usually just buy blank cards as well because then yeah. I can personalise them. And I know it's, you know, some people like to have the writing in the card and that's fine. But usually I figure you would go out and buy that card for that person because of the, what's written in it or like a sympathy card or something like that. But so I usually, all of our cards are just blank because then there's a whole stack of them and then I can, doesn't matter if I'm saying thank you or happy birthday mm. or whatever and they've got pretty neutral kind of pictures on the front or whatever. Yeah, we make our own cards. I make my make most cards that I send and the kids all make their own cards. So we tend not to buy too many, but I do have a stash of plain blank ones on the inside with a you know something decorative on the outside that I can use if if I can't be bothered painting something (laughs) or if I Mm. or if I've forgotten and it's too late and that's where gift tags can come in really handy as well I don't think anyone in our family gets a card card anymore they just get a tag on the outside uh so the other thing that's really important and we kind of mentioned this earlier but you've got to store your stuff in your gift cupboard in a way that you can see everything or if you if it's a deep cupboard and you can't see everything in there keep an inventory on the door and I know that sounds really naff but if you're it's not naff it's a great idea it just sounds like a lot of work <laughs> yeah but I guess but it that's would work the... though like you said okay because so I've got a list hanging on the inside of my cupboard which is a bit with which is my birthday list of all the birthdays through the year mm-hmm. um like a little mini calendar thing with dates but not the day because obviously that would depend on the year Mm. yeah and so that hangs in there and then I used to have a list I don't have enough stuff in there now to need the list anymore because I can see it all but especially at Christmas I'd be like oh okay there's you know however many boxes of chocolates there's a few ornaments there's a couple of bottles of wine I'll write a list here so I know how many I've got and when I take out one of the bottles of wine I'll cross out three and put two Mm. so that I know at a glance how much I've still got left in there and then you know when you're using the last one as well and you might need to go out and get another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then if you're putting something into your gift cupboard which you received from someone and you want to re-gift it, you can pop on that little inventory in brackets who you got it from so that you don't give it back to them. <laughs> you don't give it back because to them. Because <laughs> I've been pretty close to doing that before. I'm like, okay, uh, now. I know I got this from someone and I'm like, I really want to give it to this person but I'm wondering if the reason I want to give it to them is because I associate it with them because they gave it to me. So it's like, or you think it would be something they would like, which might be why they bought it in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've got that, it can just be a post-it note on the inside of it or put a post-it note stuck to the item itself and just say, you know, who it came from so that you've kind of got a little backup plan to make sure you don't re... I don't think I've ever received something back from someone that I gave them, but I can imagine it would be pretty awkward. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. One thing I think is important too is to make sure you store your stuff or have your gifting cupboard in a place obviously that's clean and you know that's not going to be uh in sun direct sunlight so you don't get anything fading but also that it doesn't get dusty especially if you're keeping things under a bed because they can get really dusty. There's nothing worse than, you know, tucking something away for someone and pulling it out and it's all dusty and it looks tatty or whatever because then it's going to be a waste mm. anyway if you don't end up giving it. So make sure that wherever you're putting it is a place that's either 
free from dust or if it's going to be in a container that it's got a lid or something like that. Mm. And I mean, in I don't know if that it's as much of a consideration in Canberra as it is in Adelaide, but also if you're going to keep something in a shed or a garage or something like that, be really careful about the heat because I have for clients unwrapped many a gift giving container with melted candle right throughout the whole lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and warped things and faded things and stuff like that. So a, a brittle. So just be careful about the, the temperature um, as well and, and don't let it get too hot because that can be a bad thing. And I suppose maybe conversely, could something get too cold? I don't know. Again, I live in Adelaide, Australia, so <laughs> we don't have snow here or anything like that. So again, if, if snow and if, cold, if the cold can affect things, then that's something to consider as well. Yeah. And look, in I think in plenty of places you would have damp affecting things. So if you've oh, got, yeah, yeah. you know, especially if it's like a cupboard under the stairs or, you know, it's mm. something that's tucked out of the way, if those cupboards get a little bit damp, you know, anything that's got paper or cardboard around it or anything like that, you're going to risk either getting mould or things, you know, like the um, yeah. paper can warp and stuff like that if mm. it's absorbing moisture. So just be really mindful. Um, one thing you can do, especially, you know, I guess anywhere you live, if you've got a, a tub or you've got a cupboard and you're putting stuff in there and you're not sure how long it's going to be in there for, those little silica gel sachets that you get in like shoe boxes and stuff like that, keep a couple oh, of them and throw idea. a couple of them in there because then that will absorb any excess moisture as well. Hmm, good idea. Another tip uh, is to have your uh, wrapping paper nearby and also have a dedicated roll of tape and a dedicated pair of scissors yes. so you are not running around trying to find scissors or a pen or some tape when you're wanting to wrap a present have it all there have it have the, that pair of scissors labeled with present cupboard or gift cupboard so that it if you find them elsewhere in the house you can put them back in their home and you'll never have to go looking for for those when you're trying to wrap a present in a hurry Absolutely. And if you are thinking of using some of your kids' artwork, uh, either as the front of cards or sticking onto bags, or if you've got big butcher's paper and they've done some big murals and you want to use the entire painting or drawing as the wrapping paper, when they're done with them and they're dry and whatever, put them straight in the present cupboard with the other paper because if you keep that stuff separate, again, it will just be either too hard to find or you won't remember where you've put it. So try and keep all that stuff together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Tara, tell us all about your gifting cupboard. So it's um, it's not huge. It's a little – it's a shelf really with a couple of baskets in it. Mainly what I keep in there – lately are kids gifts so my girls are 11 and 9 almost 12 and 10 so what they're into and their friends are generally into we keep earrings there's lego sets because they all still love lego Uh, there's stationary sets they're at that age where um they love all the you know matching pens and notebooks and all that kind of stuff Mm. nail polish sets lip glosses shower gel that kind of thing that's all what my kids are into and what their friends are into too generally so any of those kind of things if I'm out and I see them and I like them and they're on sale maybe and we don't have many left in the cupboard I will grab a couple of things and pop them in there so there's a little stash so the thing I like about that is when 
someone's birthday comes up, if it's not one of their closest friends that they've been planning for, they can go and sit there and they still have a choice. So there's still an element of personalizing the gift for Mm, the person. There's a few different things to choose from. Yeah. But it's controlled. And I might say, oh, look, you know, that stationary set was quite expensive. So if you give them that, I would just give them like a bath bomb or something with it. Or if you're giving earrings, they, you know, they were pretty inexpensive. So find a few other things to put with them or whatever. So there's the kids gift thing and Christmas time I have Christmas gifts, which is usually I buy a few pretty ornaments, like I said, bottles of wine or chocolate or maybe shortbread or some other kind of consumable if you can get some nice chocolate coffee beans or things like that that I think are kind of nice and generic but most people would like. The other thing I will keep around Christmas time as well is like charity gift cards. So those gift cards where, you know, it says, as your present, we have bought a chicken for a family in Uganda or you're giving the gift of education to a school in Rwanda or whatever, you know, those ones where you kind of pre-buy the the gift cards. Mm. Um, So I might buy a couple of those and leave them in there and then they're quite easy (laughs) to squiggle. Dear family, Mm. thank you for (laughs) supporting blah, 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 love us, whatever. So I keep a few of those in there as well. Um, At the moment there's, I think I've only got three gifts left in my gift cupboard. It's it's looking pretty sparse, but that's because I was making a concerted effort to try and use everything up, you know, and then we can restock at some later point. I have an amazing paper card ribbon organiser thing that um, my very good friend James custom built me because I wanted a dedicated space because I have these big rolls of paper and Mm. I got so annoyed with trying they didn't fit where my gifting cupboard was so he's made me a rollable underbed organiser so it's like a big (laughs) timber box with dowels in it that all my wrapping paper sits on I will will put some pictures on it Mm. And if you really speak nicely to him, he might even be interested. <laughs> he might he might be he happy might to make, um, make yeah. a few for some other people possibly. And so it rolls away under my bed, has a little handle on the front. I pull it out, open it up, and there's a section for tape and scissors. There's a section for ribbons. I've got a section for little gift cards and tags and then all my paper. So that is actually not near my gifting cupboard because it's under my bed. It used to be under the bed in the spare room, but now we've got mm-hmm. other stuff under there, so it's moved to my bedroom. Yeah, so they're not near each other, but it's it's fine. It's still convenient enough for now. And then I have that little guide, like I said, with all the birthdays to remember, and I've got a separate stash, a separate hiding place for things for my kids because they know where the present cupboard is because that's where they'll go. So I, um, I've got a separate, uh, like a tub, that sits up behind a piece of artwork at the top of my storage in my or my walk-in wardrobe. It's up the top there and it just looks like there's a piece of art sitting there with nothing behind it, but behind it is a tub <laughs> with gifts for the kids. <laughs> so um, as far as I'm aware, they don't know it's there. But, um, yeah, so that's that's yeah. my setup. What about yours, Beck? Uh, I don't have a gifting I don't, I don't keep gifts, so uh, like I said, uh, and when I have done it, I've kind of stashed them in other places. So when I buy boxes of chocolate at Christmas time or bottles of wine, I just leave, put them in the wine rack or I put them in the pantry. And uh, so that sort of has tied me over for a, a while. But I really think I probably should have a gifting cupboard because of all of the benefits that you talked about. There might be a few things. I do tend to forget presents 
present ideas. And I think if I bought them not long after I thought of them and then stashed them, then I would be able to give more thoughtful gifts because I won't be doing it at the last minute. So I'm a bit keen on doing it. But what I'm going to probably do, I've already been thinking about this, um, I've got underneath my bed two long underbed storage tubs and they've got rolls of paper in them and they've got uh, ribbons and the scissors and the tape and they've got bags. So what I'm thinking I might do is declutter that a little bit so that there's some room in there for some gifts as well. Hmm. And then I'll be able to just put a few gifts in those tubs and they'll all be together. So I'm pretty sure there's paper in there that I'm either not going to use or I've passed over enough that I'm thinking I'll be able to live without. So, uh, And there are too many gift bags in there because, you know, when you get you, you, if you're recycling gift bags, you'll get given gift bags that you don't really like very much mm-hmm. um, because they're the, of the taste of the person who gave them to you and that's fine. So you put them in to recycle them but because you don't really like them all that much, you don't go to them to give gifts to others. So you tend to go to the other ones. So they sit in there for like years because <laughs> they're usable and you're keeping them because they're usable but you actually go to a, another bag every time. So those kinds of bags, there might be a few of those that I've been passing over for a while that they, I can declutter those and make a little bit more space. But, um, yeah, so mine are, I've got both tubs underneath my bed. Um, they've got lids so that they're, the top of the lid gets dusty and occasionally I, when I do vacuuming I'll pull them out and vacuum the top of the tub just to keep the dust out from under there. But inside is all dust-free, which is which is helpful. So, mm. yeah, that's what mine mine looks like. It's not it's not going to be as pretty as yours. but uh, Oh, and I have gift cards, but they're in the office. So there's a little box of blank gift cards in the office. And then I've got my art supplies where I make cards. So they're in a different spot again. Very good. Well, we would love to hear about what you think of gifting cupboards, whether you've opted in or opted out to having one and would love you to share your thoughts and some pictures maybe. So come on over to our Facebook group and uh, I'll put a picture of my customized underbed storage uh, (laughs) that I'm very proud of. I'll pop pop a picture of that in there and, um, and we'll have a chat about gifting cupboards and what you think. So thanks for joining us and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.